Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM, Channel 80. Shea Cornette and Michael Rothstein here racking with you for the next few hours as we lead into Game 5. It happens tonight of the NBA Finals. Coverage begins at 7.30 Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM, Channel 80. Nuggets, of course, lead the Series 3-1 quickly because we're, we're going to, I know, do this, do predictions, do it for the next three hours. Um, you think the Nuggets close it out tonight, Michael? Are we really, like, hours away from the NBA season being over? I, I think we are. Because what we saw, we saw the best of the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. They've played too many games. Remember, they had to play two playing games that didn't have, that that the Nuggets didn't have to worry about. The Nuggets are a fresher team. The altitude, which we talked about earlier in the show, I know that it may or may not be a big deal. But this Denver Nuggets team is playing so inspired. They have four guys that can destroy you on any given night, starting obviously with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, but then the way Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter have been playing, there's just too much there, and we haven't seen enough from the Heat, except for in Game 2, for me to feel comfortable. Tyler Hero coming back or not, to to make me feel good about picking the Heat tonight, Shay. I, I can't see it. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like the Denver Nuggets have made the Miami Heat look far inferior? I'm saying this to say this. Mm-hmm. I feel like yesterday uh, when I was doing radio, we had this discussion, and it, it felt – the conversation was – the Miami Heat, I don't know if they belong here. I think that the that they maybe were much better than the Celtics because their coach was sleeping through two of their games. And um, I think this series has made the Celtics look far worse than they did against the Heat. I think the Knicks didn't belong there. I'm, I'm just spe- – like, this isn't necessarily my opinion. I'm just laying this in front of you to see if you, your re- what your reaction is. The Knicks necessarily maybe didn't belong there. And the Bucks were um, beat up without their superstar a little bit confused and maybe there was a reason they f- they fired Mike Boldenholzer because of the mismanaged uh, game clock. Just throwing that out there. D- do you feel that way? Yeah, if the, if the Bucks had Giannis, this conversation doesn't ever happen because a Giannis-led Bucks team figures out a way to beat the Heat. Uh, the Heat would have beat the Knicks had they somehow gotten past the Bucks. But they also would have had to play more games against the Bucks. I, I, the Celtics, I don't know if they would have maybe slept on them that much. Although what we saw in that Eastern Conference Final, Shay, is, was evident to me. The best coach of the league versus a guy who's never been there before. Yes, is Joe Missoula. And that was, that was the difference in that series. Eric Spolster was masterful in that series. So I think it just laid out really well for them and really fortunately for them, starting with that injury to Giannis. Giannis doesn't get hurt today. We're probably talking about the Bucks and the Nuggets, and it's uh, 2-2 right now going back to Denver. 
Right. And, and playing that game isn't always fun, but let's play it now on the other side here and let's do it with the Nuggets because the Nuggets have been hurt for a lot of years, okay? Jamal Murray has been banged up. Michael Porter Jr. has had multiple back surgeries. It felt like the Nuggets were kind of close in 2020 in the bu- in the bubble when they face off with the Lakers. Um, I'm forgetting who said it, but someone, was it LeBron maybe, said like that Nuggets team is scary, they'll be back. I forget exactly what superstar it was, but nonetheless, here they are. There was a lot of injuries in between, and Michael Malone has hinted at this. Like, while Spolster says this season and this postseason, the Miami Heat haven't had it easy, and they've had to do everything the hard way. Michael Malone, on the other hand, is saying this Denver Nuggets team over the last few years have had to do everything the hard way, dealing with injuries and all these off-the-court you know, injury problems. And so now here they finally are. All that to say this, considering how dominant they are, considering what a problem Nikola Jokic is for everyone else, how amazing Jamal Murray has been this postseason, do you feel like the Nuggets are here to stay? Especially when you think about the West as a whole. Uh, they, they'll be contenders for a long time. Are we talking about the start of a Bulls-like win six championships or win back-to-back-to-back? No, because the NBA has much more parity now than it did back then. And when you look at how teams are maneuvering, guys are moving around. We were talking about Fred Van Vliet earlier, who opted out of his deal. If he goes somewhere, while he may not be a one or a two, he could be that difference maker in a playoff series, kind of like what we're seeing Aaron Gordon be now as a three. It's so hard to do that, Shay. The Nuggets are going to be... I don't want to say like the Warriors because the Warriors were very dynastic, but maybe a step below that. Maybe like what we're seeing from the Celtics now, where they're around every year. Anything? Yeah, they're just but where they're around every year. But obviously, if the Nuggets, I'm talking about like on a year-to-year basis. I just can't compare them to the Warriors because the Warriors have won so many championships with that core. I think it's more like the Celtics, or maybe even the Bucks. You win one, but you're there, barring injury in this like Western Conference Finals conversation almost every year. Shay, what about you? I mean, I, yeah. I, that's my read on it with, with Denver. It's easy to say yes, okay? When you look at the way that they have stocked, stacked this roster and you can look beyond Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray at, at their bench players and the role players around them that have provided substantial points, minutes, boards, whatever it is. Um, and then you're like, who else in the West could they would they be going up against? The Suns, who... Yes, they have Kevin Durant now, and maybe next season, once they have a little more time together, they could figure this out. We have no idea if Chris Paul is still going to be there. I don't know what you do with DeAndre Ayton. It's a disaster. You have a new head coach. You have to figure out how all of this meshes together. Then you've got the Lakers, who are old. Let's call it what it is. Maybe they have one more year to figure this thing out. The Warriors, we don't know how long this group is going to stay together. And I feel like every game, someone's a play away from being hurt. Again, because they're old. The Kings have proven nothing to us at all. I mean, who else is there in the West? It's 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 the Nuggets to lose, it feels like, going forward here. Now, they haven't won anything yet. they got to win tonight to figure it out for us really to have this conversation, and I'm sure we'll have it a lot in the offseason. But it's their, it feels like it's theirs to lose going forward, and they could become very dynastic, to take a word from you, in years to come, if they can stay healthy. And, and that's a Good. big if for any NBA team. But we also know this. Rosters are going to look markedly different three months from now than they do today. Because also, don't forget, I know I referenced it a little bit earlier, Victor Webanyaya is about to come into the league. And where is he going to go? He's going to probably go to San Antonio. That makes the Spurs attractive as a destination for free agents. That makes the Spurs immediately a better team if he is even 80% of what he is being hyped up to be. So, And by the way, the Spurs have... 
best or second best coach in the NBA and Greg Popovich as well. So you're going to see a changing a movement. If James Harden goes to Houston, the Rockets end up being better where they can maybe, if James Harden gets hot and maybe a guy or two wants to go play there. We're talking Dallas. I know, listen, they Dallas, the Dallas's big mistake, Shay, if we're going to break down the Western Conference, Dallas's big mistake, big mistake was trading for Kyrie Irving. They don't trade for Kyrie Irving. You want to know what? They're hanging around. They maybe are, are a, a threat. Because they got Luka Doncic. They trade for Kyrie Irving, Irving, otherwise known as the guy who can't win. And that fell apart at at that point. I think the West is going to be tougher than we think because there are stars there that people are going to want to go play with. Okay. Well, also, let's just call it what it is. The Mavs also did it to themselves. I mean, yes. they could oh, yeah, well, sure. have very well been somewhere in this postseason conversation, wherever it may be, and they decided, nope, we're going to go ahead and lose to the Bulls. And I'm a Bulls fan, and I can say that was a stupid game. And clearly they paid for it. Minimal money, but yet still. Um, let's see what Jay Will has to think about it. Jay Williams, obviously, and uh, Keyshawn Jay Will and Max this morning. And he said, um, this. he had this to say about Nicole Jokic. Now, what it leaves the door open for is if it's one of the greatest ever, you could probably say maybe not because of who he went against to, to, get, to get the numbers oh. to a degree. Because who you play does matter. Does it, does it not matter? Like, are, we, are we not going to say, like, if you're going through a list of individual great bigs, that we're not going to look at the run differently if he's putting up those numbers against other great bigs? Like, I'm, I'm the one that's been on Denver for the past two years. You have. I'm saying if you're looking at it, though, comparing it historically to other incredible runs, you can sit there and say, well, who you play against does factor into that when you're countering it against the others, correct? Uh, Jay Will's a dear fan, friend of mine, friend of the family. Our kids are the same age. We spend a lot of time together. So I'm going to say this as a loving friend. I could not disagree more. I think that's not like that's Denver. Right. No- you set that up great, by the way. <laughs> he knows I love him dearly, but I could not disagree more. I, I mean, what do you want the guy to do? Cherry pick who they're going to play in the NBA playoffs? I mean, my goodness. Like, he, he, the Lakers and LeBron, that's a pretty good opponent, don't you think? I mean, yeah. what more do you What do you want from this Nuggets team? I I think people are always going to sleep on the Nuggets because, and I hate saying this, they're in Denver. I lived in the Midwest. You lived in the Midwest, Midwest Shay. I lived in the, but you lived in, you were in Chicago. I lived yep. in the true Midwest. I lived in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Ann Arbor, Michigan. Where guess what? That is flyover country. People refer to that as flyover country. Denver is still in flyover country because they are in the Rocky Mountains. I think that part of why Nikola Jokic doesn't get the credit that he deserves is because of where he plays. That's not fair, but it feels like reality based off of how things work in United States media markets. And maybe this will get Nikola Jokic the attention he deserves because... Maybe. I feel like it's already happened. It it is, but I guess, I don't know. I still think that people don't recognize exactly how good this guy is. Yeah, I think I think that ship sailed. I I was one of those people saying that in the first or second round of these playoffs, but now we've watched so much of him and go up against so many different things. It's it's hard to argue he's not the best player in the NBA right now. Oh, I, I was agree with, with you. you totally. I he is the best player in the NBA right now. Well, and that's part of the thing too. And you were just basically saying this, but like the fact that Denver doesn't play a national TV very often right. leaves us all like confused as to exactly how good he is and what he can do against this person and that person. And I think all of that has now been put to rest because Nikola Jokic is not only they're winning games, they're dominant against everybody, and he's breaking records left and right in term like if you think about what a su- what's a successful defensive strategy against Nikola Jokic for the Miami Heat he doesn't get a triple double 
Uh, Way to go. I mean, thoughts, he get thoughts and prayers? I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what the answer is there. I mean, really, you've done a Hope? good job on Nikola Jokic if he doesn't get a triple-double. That's what we're talking about. And we, like that's that's incredible for him to accomplish that. Yeah, well, if one of our guests for the future of this show calls in, we can ask him that exact question of what a good defensive <laughs> strategy of Nikola Jokic would be. I'd be very curious to see what that person, we're not going to say who that is so we don't jinx it, coming up at 5 o'clock yeah, Eastern no, right. here on Kenny and Carly. You know, I don't know the right strategy there. I mean, because it almost feels like, and it's not a fair comparison because he does more than Shaquille O'Neal did. But they're obviously both post players. But if you remember back in the Shaq days, the strategy for Shaq was either let Shaq get everything and shut out everybody else or try and double and triple team Shaq. And it feels like that might be where we're at with Nikola Jokic in terms of how you defend him as an NBA team, which is wild because how often do we see that in the NBA when it's not guys like Jordan, like LeBron in LeBron's best days that you kind of have to pick that type of strategy. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, Shea Cornette, Michael Rothstein here with you. And Candy and Carlin is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Um, okay, we do have a call. Let's get to the call first, then we'll transition to what we're going to go into next. And so let's go to Keith. He's in Arizona and he's on the call in line. By the way, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the call in line. Keith, what's going on? How you doing, ma'am? Hey, good. How are you? What do you what's on your mind? Uh, I'm doing, first, I got to say, you and your husband finally got my wife to listen to Sports Talk Radio. She will only listen when you two are together. <laughs> well, tell her thank you, and I hope you two don't fight as much as as we do on air. Because, well, you're not that you're on air, but I hope you guys aren't having the same bickerments as we are as we're on radio. But thank you for saying that. I I'm appreciate just, it. I'm just sad that means she's not listening today now. <laughs> yeah, right. So she's not listening well, she's, to you, Michael. She, she's at work. And okay. we've been together 39 years. Our fighting days are done. Okay. Good. Um, if you if if you can't see. The the greatness in Jokic, you're not a basketball fan. He's doing things that haven't been done by a single person since Magic Johnson came in the league. This this guy, for his, his body type, his size, he can dribble, he passes, he shoots, he long range, mid range, short range. This man is awesome, and he should have won the MP, MVP this year. Yeah, and you know what? That's yeah. another great I have to take. Like the NBA, let's hand out MVPs after the postseason. But nonetheless, and look, Nikola Jokic is on the precipice, precipice of being an NBA champion. He he likely will get Finals MVP. I would assume he's already won an MVP, not this season, but the season prior. And so he's going to have a lot of accolades over the last two years that I think puts him in the conversation now to talk about him amongst the greats. If you weren't already doing it, now you certainly must have to. Um, let's transition though, and let's go to the Houston Rockets because what exactly, Michael, are the Houston Rockets? It's doing. Mark Stein <laughs> is reporting that the Rockets are actually going to target Kyrie Irving. So Houston will have $59 million in cap space this offseason, and the Rockets could use that to try and add NBA superstar Kyrie Irving to the fold if they miss out on James Harden. So it feels like a 1A, 1B thing. And yet here we are again with the Kyrie, James Harden in the same conversation. But nonetheless, uh, maybe Kyrie goes to Houston. To me, this feels a little weird for him to be the guy and not go along with the superstar. So I thought that was his plan. Like that's why we were talking about him with LeBron in LA. What do you make of it? I make of it that if they really do that, they might be angling to take Matthias Bazalis or Aaron Bradshaw or why can't these names be less complicated for me to say? Zachary Reich. 
Reshaker, I'm sure I butchered that, or Ron Holland. And if you're like, who are these people? They are, at least according to some NBA mock drafts, the top four players in the 2024 NBA draft. If they are going after Kyrie Irving to be their number one, they feel like they are tanking. Because the one thing we have seen, Shay, is wherever Kyrie Irving goes, chaos is almost sure to follow I would not want Kyrie Irving to be my number one or even my number two at this point. I would want only one Kyrie Irving if I felt I had an absolutely rock-solid, strong locker room and coaching staff. That's the only way I would want Kyrie Irving, Shay. Look, the Houston Rockets are not afraid to you know, swing for the fences regardless of what goes on off the court. I think they showed that with Ime Udoka. And I'm not like, you know, I'm, I'm just throwing out the facts. That is true. true. Uh, Harden, they want to bring home. I understand all that. Kyrie Irving, yes, there's been a lot of issues. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. However, um, he he's a very good player. Last year with Dallas, for example, 51% um, field goals in 20 games with them. That's it. Uh, 74 career playoff games. He averages over 23 points per in there. Almost 40% from the three-point line. Like, he's a good player to have. I don't think you want him to be the face of your franchise and the guy lead because I feel, unfortunately for Kyrie, I do feel like he lets people down. It's just the reality of the situation. And I'm not only talking about the vaccine and all that stuff, but there's been other instances, obviously, that we've seen where there's just been head-scratching moments from Kyrie. So do you want him to be the sole face of your franchise, the one people are buying tickets to see every single night? I don't think so. But having him be the second or third option I don't think is a horrible idea if you have the right superstars around him. I think we've seen the Harden and Kyrie marriage. Not a good plan. So that right there goes out the window. Maybe the LeBron and Kyrie marriage is a good plan. And so maybe it makes more sense for him to go to a team like the Lakers. To me, in Houston, being the sole player that everyone relies on, eh, I I can't buy it. I can't. No, nor, nor should you, Shay, because you're talking about him being the number two. Dallas traded for him to be the number two. And promptly, once they traded for him, the Dallas Mavericks went from being a surefire playoff team in the West and a team that maybe people could be concerned about to watching the playoffs from home. They were terrible with Luka and Kyrie together. So now, all of a sudden, we have a situation where Kyrie has shown he can't play with James Harden. It didn't really work well with Kevin Durant. It hasn't worked well with Luka Doncic. The one piece of advice I got as a kid is if you look around... And over and over again, the same thing happens. And the one common denominator is you. Don't look at other people because the problem is probably you. And to me, that is Kyrie Irving. The problem is Kyrie Irving. Maybe LeBron makes the most sense. But other than that, if I would not want him, I, I just wouldn't want it because we've seen what has happened in multiple places. But I will say with LeBron. Those two have a friendship. Those right. ha- those two have a history of not only working well together on the court, but off the court. They have an understanding of who each other are and the way they like to run basketball teams and play and present themselves. To me, it's the only marriage that makes sense. I, I it, It's the only thing that makes sense going forward if the Lakers can find a way to get that all worked out. I don't know. But the, the, the Houston thing, I don't understand what the Rockets exactly are doing. Um, Shay Cornette here and Michael Rothstein hanging in for Canteen Carlin on the ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 8. Again, Game 5 of the NBA Finals is tonight. We'll go back to it in just a few minutes. Coverage begins at 7.30 Eastern right here on ESPN Radio Stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Nuggets lead the Series 3-1, to can close it out tonight in front of a home crowd. A home crowd that missed the opportunity to see a win in Game 2 because the Miami Heat got that one. 
Will they see a championship crowned and a win in Game 5 tonight? Again, we'll lead into that coverage at 7.30 Eastern. But coming up, the voice of the NBA Finals on ESPN Radio is going to join us and give us a little insight. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Shay Cornette and Michael Rothstein filling in for the guys this afternoon. As always, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. And you can tune in for Game 5 of the NBA Finals tonight. Coverage begins at 7.30 Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Nuggets lead the series three games to one, and our own Mark Hester is on the call. He's our ESPN radio play-by-play announcer, and he is on hand for the Nuggets trying to close this thing out against the Miami Heat tonight. Let's start with the news, Keshti, here that we got kind of, I guess we'll call it news because it's not officially official yet, but that's the fact that Miami's Tyler Hero might play tonight. It sounds like they're going to try and give it a go, although there's no official word yet, at least to our knowledge from Coach Spo. If Tyler Hero is able to go for the Miami Heat tonight, does that give them one more trick up their sleeve? Hey, Shay, good afternoon. Um, It does uh, somewhat. I mean, they need offense. We know that. They've helped Denver um, you know, under 111, 112 in every game this series, and they've only scored 100 points once themselves. So they could use a guy, you know, who averaged 20 points a game in the regular year, uh, hit 203 three pointers during the regular season, the way they've struggled shooting, especially the two games at home. The biggest question mark is I'm sitting here doing the math myself. He last played game one against Milwaukee, April 16. Mm-hmm. I know that was eight weeks yesterday. So, you know, we're coming up on 60 days. And then to drop into the heat of an elimination game on the road in Denver, it's a lot to ask. I know he's um, doing everything behind the scenes, 
Uh, we keep watching him in practice. Uh, Roz Golden Wooday, who is our reporter on ESPN Radio for this series, chatted with him before game two last time we were here in Denver, and he said he still had a little bit of uh, swelling and some pain. So that's a week ago. Um, if they had lost that game two, I wonder if he might have come back a little sooner. 1-1, maybe you get a little bit more rest, and you say, okay, don't pull the emergency cord until you absolutely have to. So we'll watch him tonight when he warms up. Um, I would suspect, you know, if, if that hand feels, you know, I don't know, 85 90%, uh, he'll give it a go. How much he can really give Miami and how much they really need, uh, I don't know if that's possible on two months. That'd be quite a story, though, and I guess the Heat, that, that's been the story of their season, right? Mm-hmm. Down to their last loss, count them out, and, um, you know, maybe they get a guy that we were counting out of the series to come back and maybe contribute. Kessie, that leads a little bit into what I was going to ask you, and maybe this is dangerous territory, but from what you've seen from the Heat in the finals, can they win three in a row? I, I don't want to discount what they've done the entire the entirety of the playoffs, right? But from what we've seen so far, can you see a path where that would happen? Michael, it's hard to it's hard to envision, though. Um, you know, someone might point out to me that they won the first three of the conference finals i remember sitting stunned uh, we were doing the west and so watching the east and listening to the east um you know to to hear that they had won those three uh was pretty remarkable to do it in this situation against a team that seems to be able to have every answer for whatever you throw at them you know led by the best player in the league Jokic and um, you know, he, the guy is on the bench at the 945 mark with five fouls, and Jamal Murray's not having a great scoring night. And so everything Murray dishes out of those double teams, guys were hitting. Bruce Brown was hitting shots. KCP was hitting shots. Aaron Gordon was hitting shots. So those two road wins where they showed you dueling 30-point triple-doubles from their two best and then a complete team effort in game four, both on the road, you know, it's hard to envision that that team, the Denver Nuggets, at this stage with a chance for their first ever title could lose three straight. But if, if there's a team, I leave that little button there because every time I have called the season over, Miami has rebounded somehow. So I, I guess it's hard for me to envision. I know they don't envision. They just say, get one, get back to Miami, and we'll see what we can do on Thursday night. Talking to Mark Hester right now on ESPN Radio. He is on the call tonight for Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Coverage begins at 7.30 Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Again, Nuggets lead the series three games to one. Look, Kesty, I can't believe we are like maybe hours away from the NBA season being over. With that being said, as you keep saying, you know, the Miami Heat keep finding a way when we all seem to be counting them out. If there needs to be an X factor tonight, and let's remove Tyler Hero from the situation because we don't know if 100% for certain he's going to play. So not Named Tyler Hero. If there is an X factor for the Heat tonight, who needs to step up big and have a big game tonight for them to continue their season? Uh, I guess I'll give you a one A 1A and a one B. One A is Jimmy Butler, who clearly isn't a hundred percent, and we haven't seen that Jimmy buckets game at all in this series, and he hasn't scored north of thirty since game one. So I think that's the first thing: is can he give you four sustained quarters? Because he he doesn't seem to have that lift in the fourth quarter. The numbers bear it out. He's scoring less than five points a game in the fourth quarter. But I think even bigger, when you think of an X factor, you don't think of a star like Jimmy Butler. It's got to be that combination of Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. I mean, those guys were just lighting it up in the conference finals. They've been terrific the whole postseason. And in the last two games, they're four for 27. 
and two for 17 from three. And Max Struess has had one quarter in the four games. And he was one, uh, four for seven the first quarter game two. Last time we were here a week ago Sunday, the game the Heat won. And in the rest of the series, all the other quarters, he's like one for 27. Mm. So I think the true X factor is the starting backcourt. Unless Spolster makes a change here, I don't know if maybe Duncan Robinson gets a start. I can't see that. But those two guys, you can't get two points from your backcourt like they got in game four. Can't have that. Uh, Keshi, one more before I let you go. Let's go the other way. Denver, who does the X factor need to be? Is Aaron Gordon going to replicate the same performance we saw a few nights ago? Man, if he does, uh, that was some game he had the other day. I love his story coming from Orlando and just deciding, you know, I need to go somewhere where uh, I have a chance to win a championship and check the ego at the door and, you know, don't have to have the ball in my hands every time. So, yeah, if if you're looking past Jokic, you're looking past Murray, I'll go off the board again because I think he's going to get a ring and may look back on it and say, man, I wish I played so much better is Michael Porter Jr. He's, he's such a better player than he's shown in this series. Can't hit a shot right now uh, to save his life. Um, you know, we were talking during the broadcast about his disposition a little bit during the game, but I liked his quotes post-game in Game 4. We talked to Michael Malone yesterday about Porter. He says he's saying all the right things. He's, you know, putting that pass behind him. So maybe he's the guy. If you're going to get a ring anyway, feel good about it at the end after four really bad games. I'll go with Michael Porter Jr., X-Factor for Denver. I like it. Um, and, and, yeah, you know, we, we've seen him have some highs and lows throughout the entirety of this series. But I, I guess to put a bow on it, I'm just happy he's healthy. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, um, for sure. Mark Keshisuri is our ESPN Radio play-by-play announcer. You can hear him on the call for the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. Game 5 tonight right here on ESPN Radio. Keshi, thank you. Jay, Michael, thank you. Good to talk with you. See you later. Good luck on the call tonight. So, again, that's tonight, Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Coverage begins at 7.30 Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80 as the Nuggets lead the series three games to one. We're breaking it down from every single angle leading into that game. Again, we're like, I don't know, three hours and some change from tip-off at this point. But coming up, we will take a look at the current free agent running back market. Plus, will one running back... Be all bark and no bites. We'll discuss next. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
It's about that time of the year. It's only a matter of days now where the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs come to a close and we fully turn our attention to like the free agent market in NFL. Obviously, the WNBA is going on in baseball, but it's like we turn back to the NFL and everything that's going on there because camp's starting to rev up. Who signed their contracts? Who have not? As we're inside a two-month window now to the start of the NFL season. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN App Series, XM Channel 80, Shay Cornett and Michael Rothstein here with you. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And look, the two big names on the running back market right now are Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley. Um, Saquon Barkley was actually asked at his AMPT football camp how optimistic he is about getting a long-term deal from the New York Giants done this year. Um, And he had this to say. This was from yesterday. Take a listen to Saquon Barkley. I feel like there's been some things out there that's been misleading. Obviously, the the sources or the the stories that have been out there. But I've been public. I came out public. I've been open about it. I said I want to be a giant for life. This is where I want to be. And at the end of the day, it was all about respect. I've came out and said that I want to be a giant for life. I came out and said that I'm not trying to reset the running back market. So, you know, for those reports to come out and try to make me look like I'm greedy or whatever, that's not even close to being the truth. But it is what it is. Okay, first of all, I never got the I never got the vibe that he was being greedy. Okay, no. he's doing what he needs to do. That's number one. Number two, um, I'm going to read this quote, but then I did read the article, so I'm going to add some context to it. So uh, this is the note, okay? As the contract dispute with the Giants continues, now he's obviously looking for a long-term deal and a little more money. Saquon Barkley has made it known that he will consider sitting out the season if a long-term deal is not reached. He has not reported to any sort of camp as these contract ne- ne- negotiations go on. He says if that comes up in the conversation, if something doesn't get done by July 17th, he will consider sitting out. Now, I will say this. I also That's according to our Jordan Renan. In the article, it also points out how Saquon said, now, July 17th isn't tomorrow and it isn't this week. We have a long time to continue these negotiations and I hope we get a deal done. To me, that sounds like a, a, a optimistic quarterback, uh, excuse me, an optimistic running back, but one that has some kinks to work out and I think that's perfectly acceptable considering what he's been through in terms of injuries and the way the Giants have transformed legitimately in one season. Without question, there's also this and Saquon Barkley needs to take a little bit of a history lesson if he's going to talk talk about possibly sitting out the season because he doesn't have to look very far because of where Le'Veon Bell finished up his career. But what happened in Pittsburgh is very key here. It is so hard as any player in the NFL to sit out a season and then come back for multiple reasons right. beyond the fact that you, it's a limited time to win money, to not win, earn money anyway. It is this. Your body playing football is different than your body not playing football. And all of a sudden, if you're out for a year and then you come back, you are more susceptible. I don't care how hard you train. I don't care what you do. You're more susceptible to some of the soft tissue injuries, to potentially some of the ligament injuries that we see because football is a contact sport that you cannot simulate. If I were Saquon Barkley and I sat out a season, I would be very, very concerned about what that would look like when I came back. Plus, you are still leaving money, good money, on the table. I get Saquon Barkley's point. I do think they get something done. But to threat, it feels like an empty threat to me because all people need to do is look at Le'Veon Bell. And I realize that one example is not always a fair comparison. But it's a good comparison. It's, it's the, the reality position. of one. Yes. Right. 
and it's a fair one. Now, look, Saquon Barkley last year, he was top five in the league in carries and in yards. He had over 1,300 yards. I think we can all say he came back from that ACL tear from you know which can be a detriment especially for a running back and he fit right into a new system with the Giants and he filled in glowingly he made his quarterback look good he made his offense look good and he, they carried the Giants to a place that no one really thought they were going to be in year one with with coach Dable and so here we are now let's hear really quick from Mike Tannenbaum he's our ESPN NFL front office insider why this needs to get done now Especially the way that they were in their offense, guys. You know, he was targeted 77 times, 57 catches. The next best running back on the roster was Matt Breida with like 200 yards, uh, rushing yards. So he's hugely consequential. And when a player is as productive as he is, guys, on the field and then off the field, he's impeccable. I actually even think he got better at pass protection a year ago. So he's somebody to me that you have to keep because, as you mentioned, this will help Daniel Jones maximize his ability. Agree. And, and look, he just feels like a giant, doesn't he? Like, it feels like this deal has to and will get worked out. Again, he's right, Saquon. The, it, July 17th isn't tomorrow. It's not next week. There's some time to figure it out, and it feels like the Giants hopefully will do that. We didn't get a chance to touch on Dalvin Cook, but you know what? We'll have time to do it because we've got, like, 50 more hours to talk. Okay, Michael? <laughs> so I think we'll get to Dalvin Cook eventually. And we'll update you on the status of Tyler Hero ahead of Game 5. It's Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen and watch on the ESPN app.